Ignite your life with passion and purpose. Your health, your wealth, your happiness. Make it good. This is Modern Love with Dr. Brenda Wade. A big thank you to Rainbow Grocery, our favorite grocery store here in the San Francisco Bay Area, for being our sponsor, because a healthy body is a sexy body. Hello, modern lovers. Welcome to an exciting edition of our Modern Love Radio podcast. We're talking about manifesting miracles in 2019, and back by popular demand, is our favorite intuitive expert and spiritual psychic, Nora Tricello. And she's going to reveal what dreams mean, what intuitive signs are, how to use them to help you manifest your dreams in 2019. Every one of us has goals. We have dreams. We want this year to be better than last year. We want to do the proverbial off with the old, on with the new. But what really works? What is the way to actually manifest the dream you want in your life? So we want to share with you first the latest offering from our Modern Love Training Program. And I love, love, love the Modern Love Trainings that we do because these are the cutting edge of everything I'm studying, I'm learning, all of my teacher's guides all the many, many 30-plus years of work I've done, the thousands of books I've read and, and hours, thousands of hours with training all come together in our Modern Love training. So we save you a lot of time and energy. You don't have to read the thousands of books and sit with your butt on the sand in India for months at a time like I have multiple, multiple, multiple times to get some of the insights and awareness and the tools. So this February. February is Love Month. You know that. The second Saturday of every month, we have our Modern Love Live training event. And this month, February, is Quantum Love. Quantum Love. Love that says there's a power beyond going through the steps or just saying, hey, I want love in my life, but knowing how to generate the field of quantum love where you feel so empowered and connected to everything in the universe. And, of course, you learn the scientifically based tools and steps. It's like a driver's license. You read the book. You take a test. Well, we've got the book. And, yes, there's a test, too, so that you can have quantum love in your life. So go to Eventbrite right now and register for Quantum Love, second Saturday of February 2019. That's a dream that many of you want to manifest. Now, here's our Ask Dr. Brenda question. Keep those questions coming. This one says, my ex-husband invited me to meet him for dinner next week. He's going to be in town and thought it might be nice to, quote, have a moment. We've been divorced for six years, and the reason we broke up is because he had multiple affairs. I was devastated for a long time 
I've since moved on, remarried, have a good life. My ex says he has some news to share with me. I'm not sure if I should go find out what it is, and I'm not sure I should mention this to my current husband. He knows how ugly that marriage was, and I don't want to dredge up old stuff. Torn in Las Vegas. Vegas. Oh, my goodness. The first rule of a healthy relationship is you don't keep secrets. If you're going to meet with your ex-husband, of course you tell your current husband. Now, should you or shouldn't you meet with your ex? Only you can answer that, but I will say that someone who has cheated multiple times has proven they have poor boundaries. They've proven that your feelings are not a priority. And in fact, it means your feelings don't matter at all. And if I had to hazard a guess, I would say your ex is probably a card-carrying member of the narcissist club, which means you're opening yourself up possibly for more hurt. And this might be a place to say my needs and feelings matter. I'm going to set a boundary. I don't have to let somebody who doesn't care about my feelings have another shot at me. So I'm just going to go out here on a limb and say I can't imagine what he wants to tell you that's going to do you any good unless he has truly, truly transformed himself. And you might want to ask that before you agree to a meeting. All right. That's all I've got for you, Torn in Las Vegas. Everyone, let me tell you a little bit more about Nora Trasello. She is a master of teaching intuition. Now, Steve Jobs actually had a definition of intuition, and he said it's more powerful than intellect. And through Nora's best-selling books and conferences, she teaches people every day how to tap into their intuition, providing easy access to this major, major guiding force. With over 30 years of experience as an executive in the business world, believe it or not, that's where she started, Nora never ignored her intuitive abilities, and she successfully integrated intuition and business and sees it as her most, most resourceful tool, and it's going to be that for you, too. I want you to know she's the best-selling author of The Science of Intuition, How to Access the Internet of Intuitive Knowledge. Internet, not Internet, boys and girls. And she also wrote The Spiritual Psychic. Her weekly webcasts are regularly seen by thousands. All right, her website, you can take it down now, is www.intointuition.com, I-N-T-O, intuition. Dot com. Hello. Welcome back, Nora Trisello. Oh, thank you so much. What a wonderful introduction. And can I just throw in real quick, Torn in Vegas, he's getting married. That was the announcement. You don't need to go. Okay, let's go. <laughs> so perfect, because I was going to ask you right away what you thought Torn should do. You've already sussed it out. Oh, he's I'm with you 100%. Again. Integrity yeah. is everything. You cannot lie to your current spouse or partner. That any secrets are poison to your integrity, will rot your intuition. Yeah, I'm with you 100%, Dr. Brenda. Oh, thank you for backing me up on that, because that's the first rule of a good love relationship, is that you come to it with an open heart. And if our hearts are open, there's no room 
to go into hiding. In fact, the minute we start hiding things, we start covering up our energy, covering up our hearts. So, Mm -hmm. Nora, tell people, because some of our listeners know you well from the show you did with us recently and are all clamoring, as I am, to have you back, and I'm glad we could get you back so soon. But just tell us a little bit of your story, how you started out in your early life, and when you first realized that you're powerful intuitive. I first realized that as a young child, I suddenly got this massive download of information that didn't make sense. How did I know this? And a very long story, funny story, but made short, is I went to my father, and he outstretched his hand, and he said, Honey, we are all radios. You just need to tune in. Now, you're fortunate. You can tune in quicker than a lot of people, but all of us have this ability. So my dad gave me two beautiful confirmations. Wow. Everybody's capable of this, and I happen to be naturally good at it, just like some people are naturally good at playing a piano, naturally good at, you know, different things, you know, throwing a football. Not everybody can do that as well as an NFL player. Um, But he also gave me another important piece, that I wasn't crazy, because when this happened, I really started thinking I was off the wall. Mm. You know, so it was was frightening, 13 years old, 14 years old, starting to deal with so many, you know, you're dealing with your own emotions at that age. Yes, which are out of control as the hormones fry your brain. Right, Uh, but it was so... Was so powerful that I'm forever grateful to my father for that Nora, one simple comment. you were so fortunate because I have over the years talked with and worked with so many people who got negative messages when they shared with their parents they were having some sort of intuitive experience. People saying, oh, that's silly, that's ridiculous. Yes. Oh, well, my father say- was very intuitive. And he didn't hide it from the family. He could interpret dreams rapidly. He could read the coffee grinds in a Turkish coffee cup. Wow. And, the, and his customers at the Middle East restaurant he had in Philadelphia loved it. And that's what I started doing. So it's like, okay, well, I'm going to practice because I might be naturally good, but let me see what else I can do. And I went way overboard. I mean, I did everything from reading tarot cards to Turkish coffee cups to moving my energy out of my body to eventually being able to transport myself to different locations to see things. And eventually I got very ill. And that is why I am adamant about people understanding how powerful intuition is, how you have to know not everything out there is lollipops and ice cream. It can be dangerous. And your integrity And the way you live your life matters if you're going to play in this realm. Yeah, because I just want to say integrity means our energy is integrated. And the minute we're out of integrity, everything in our lives disintegrates. Life falls apart because we're not holding our own body, emotions, mind, spirit, quadrenity together. And it's important. Now, how did you use intuition in business because i'm sure there are a lot of people going i would like to be able to use intuition in my business oh gosh yeah we um well my person one of my personal experiences is um i was a stay-at-home mom at the time 
and I had an opportunity to buy a newsstand. And I said, I'm going to take this opportunity. I'm going to buy it because I was able to purchase it for only $500. And I, that was quite a few years ago, so $500 was a bit. I mean, it was almost 30 years ago, but it wasn't traumatic. I was able to find a person I trusted to run the newsstand, and I got a lottery machine because my intuition was saying, get a lottery, get a lottery, get a lottery. Now, in the state of Pennsylvania back then, not Anybody could have a lottery machine. You had to go through this whole rigmarole. But I passed the rigmarole, and I got the lottery machine. Uh I made my machine the second most income machine in the city. And I then said to my husband, you know, we're doing really well, but my intuition when I looked at the business said sell. And he just looked at me. He's like, well, you're enjoying it. It doesn't take a lot of your time. Are you sure? I said, Jim, I'm telling you, it's telling me to sell. I sold it. And because so few people could have lottery machines, it was worth a fortune. I sold it for over $100,000. Great. A $500 investment. Within two That's months, a great return on an investment. Oh, yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Within two months, here's where the intuition came, really paying attention to what was important. The lottery commissioner changed the rules. You could have a lottery machine now anywhere. You could have it next door to each other. Within a few months, there were so many lottery machines that the sales on that machine dropped drastically. And I felt bad for the guy who bought it, but I got out. Yes, you I didn't listened do, to your I intuition. I wow. listened to my intuition. I didn't hurt him. I didn't go into that, you know, with a deception. I, you know, I just happened to pick it up. Now, I worked for doctors. I've worked for nonprofits. And I always use the logic. You have to use logic in business. But yeah, then now you the marry key here is what I want to take what you just said and apply it to People are going, okay, Nora was able to use her intuition, make a hundred grand off of five hundred dollars. How do I harness intuition to create the miracles I want to see in twenty nineteen? So my first question about that is what does miracle mean to you, Nora? Miracle is when there is no disturbance between you and the ultimate divine force. And you see things or things are exactly as they really are, the way he created them. See, we put up blinders, we put up blocks, we put up, you know, all these issues. We don't tell our spouse something, so we're putting up another wall. We do all this, and we're hiding who we truly are, these magnificent, powerful creatures that can do anything. So a miracle to me is when there's nothing there blocking and you truly so, okay, are seeing good. it so as it is. So we are clear. We are clear. Whatever your spiritual beliefs are, even if you have no spiritual beliefs, you know that we live in a quantum field. If you know anything about uh, modern science, you know this is a mm-hmm. quantum field. It's a matrix and that we are part of it. We're not separate. So Correct. I'm going to translate what Nora said into different language for those who need a different way to hold on to it. There's nothing between you and the power of the quantum field that you're a part of. And I like what you said, Nora, that there's no part of you that is hiding, lying, out of integrity, so that you've got a clear channel to work in. Now, a miracle is something that happens seemingly out of the blue, 
from some of the uh, definitions I've played with out of the blue, and the truth is it was always in the blue waiting for always. you to connect always. with it. It was always a possible probability. I mean, the probability might have been out there, but it was always possible. Ah, that's interesting. The probability might have been out there, but the possibility was always there. So say someone uh, in Saturday's training that I was leading, we had a beautiful big group of people here in our training center, and we not only did some work to connect with the quantum field and to understand what the field is, how it works, how the brain works, all of that, we closed by people actually going into meditation to get in touch with what they truly want in their lives in Hmm. 2019. So for you, Laura, how does intuition play a part in deciding what's really right for us in 2019? How can we use intuition to choose what to well, go you, for? You basically are doing that when you led the group into the meditation, into the quantum field. You are tapping into your intuition. And you can also, from the quantum field, design it the way you would like it to be, manifest it. And all of that is just hand-in-hand with intuition. You'll get, once you're out of the meditation, you'll start paying attention to the little hints, the feelings that, oh, I can't believe I got that phone call. You know, those are all intuitive things you need to act on so it continues to come to you. You don't want to ignore the signs and ignore what you've created because then it won't keep coming to you. Mm, So... It's important not to ignore the signs and information. And I have to tell you, in all honesty, I think that happens a lot. I know I've done it. And I think a yeah. lot of us just, ah, well, whatever. You know, we blow it away. And because sometimes the intuition comes so fast. And, and you don't know if like you can trust it. Touch. How do we know when we can trust it, Nora? How do well, we that know? is like the reason for my life. How do you know you can trust intuition? I train people in what I call the intuitive footprint. It's actually feeling on your body when anger is present and when joy is present. And I'm not talking about your gut. But there is a specific signal on each person, and it's individual to the person. And you find it through meditation and through asking, when anger is present, where do I feel it on my body? And that that signal will warn you if the intuitive hit you're having, if you get that signal, you don't follow that advice. If you don't get that signal, you go for it. You go for it with gusto. You run it right through through all the paces. So what I I call it the intuitive footprint. It's not difficult to distinguish, but it's really, I don't, every class is starting Anything I teach, you have to have that first. Even students who've been to four or five different things of mine, they know they're going to have to sit through that because I want people to be safe. I don't want them to get an intuitive hit that's misleading them. Right. So what are the other things in creating miracles in 2019? What are the other things that people need to know? You want people to be clear about the intuitive to be safe. So you're saying be specific. Be specific. You want a specific, measurable result. I want love. 
Oh, come on, guys. We, you know, yes, of course you want love, but let's be specific. I want a relationship that supports what my goals are and whom I can support their goals, and we can grow together helping each other by leaning on each other and climbing on each other and moving forward. This is being specific. I want it to occur by this point in my life. I would, um, and it's not I like it. I, I would I like it to happen. No, it will happen here. It'll happen there. I mean, I said, um, oh, gosh, it was not this summer, the summer before. I was sitting in my yard, uh, my, my parents' yard at the shore, and I just said, you know, I'm just going to create that. Somebody's going to invite me to an exotic place to, talk, to speak. Mm. Within a month, I was invited to Bangkok. Oh, oh, oh I, I added, I added within a year, uh-huh. within a year. And I was invited to Bangkok. That's fabulous. Yeah, so it's, fabulous. but I was, I was specific. I said an exotic place. That's exotic to me because I was never there. And within a year. Mm. So I was invited in one month, and it's funny, it was almost a year before the actual event happened. <laughs> you know? So you want to be a specific measurable result, something you can look at and say, yes, I did that. And do it small. Dr. Brenda, small things and build your muscle, build your confidence so that you can bring in big things like love and joy that's measurable, a relationship with my son that takes it to a level of connection we were never at before, where we can truly share and understand and, not, and be interdependent on each other. See, that's being specific. That is really great. I love that specific and measurable because that's when we know, first of all, it's like going to order food. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you go to a restaurant and say, bring me food, as opposed to I want to eat, you know, Perfect. whatever it yeah. is, you know, a nice salad. I want, you know, the special on the soup, whatever it is. We have to we're, we're placing an order with the universe, aren't we? Yes, we are. Yes, now, Nora, you also said a minute ago, in addition to being specific and measurable, you put some very interesting things into that request about love. Because we're the Modern Love Radio Podcast, I wonder if you could say more about manifesting love, because you said, I want a relationship in which my goals are supported. I can support my partner, you know, that we are growing and learning together. What else would be something important about manifesting love in 2019? Oh, my. Uh, Let me think, because I gave you my definition more or less of love. The other thing would be, I would say you want to manifest a relationship where you can love the person for who they are and love them for who they are not. So your expectations don't get in the way. Like you you marry a man and you think he's going to be exactly like daddy. Well, it's not his fault he's not like daddy. You didn't marry daddy. So you're mad because he's not like daddy. You want to love the person for the way they are and for the way they are not. So I would manifest that. And that's more of a something you're manifesting within yourself to be that way to accept that way. Okay. 
And what about this idea, because this is so important for me in my work and my trainings, that love is really the greatest opportunity we have to evolve ourselves as people, to become better people, to learn the lessons that we're actually here to learn as human beings. How can we make that part of a love manifestation? Um, You know, you can manifest the strength to be able to learn the lessons that need to be learned in a relationship, which will be hard lessons and easy lessons in all relationships. So manifest the strength, the courage to stay together, the persistence, the long-suffering. Manifest those, those types of virtues for yourself. And you'll be able to really show love, really be humble, really be caring. Wow. So use your intuition for us, would you, Nora? Is, as you tune in to 2019 and give us your best hit in 2019, what is going to be the greatest opportunity for growth or the greatest lesson, however you want to put that together, so that you give us some advice from your tremendous intuitive wisdom, because you've got both intuitive power and you have wisdom. Thank you. Um, When I asked, I heard trusting. Trusting is the lesson that our country, um, because I said this is really big, so I asked the to please just narrow it to our country. What is a lesson that would move us forward in love? And it was trusting to stop being so judgmental of those with different opinions, to start healing and trusting that it's safe to have other opinions and still love each other. Wow, that's powerful. And it's it's a challenge because I know from having talked to, I can't even count the number of people who are having fallout in their families, fallout in their relationships, fallout mm-hmm. in their workplace because people have different opinions. We've never had such a polarized political atmosphere in the U.S., and it's going to take a lot of heart power to heal that. And trust definitely is using heart power because it requires compassion and understanding. And so, Yeah, it, it really requires what we were saying a little while ago, you love a person for the way they are and for the way they are not. I mean, half my family are staunch liberals. The other half are staunch conservatives. And we have the best time together. And we all love each other. And we all, like, roll each other, roll our eyes when the other guy's talking. But we communicate. We have love. You know, we, you know, we hold on to each other because what matters is much more deeper than a political issue or, uh, you know, a a science issue, pro-global warming, anti-global warming, like all of that. Like, okay, that's the person's opinion. Trust that you can still love them and be with them. Yeah, it's a tough call because I know for so many of the people I've worked with who are struggling, and I struggled with this myself. Uh, Really, I have friends where I have gotten into 
a place where the disagreement is so painful to me because I'll say to them, I'm a woman of color. People who look like me are the people dying at the border, having their children taken from them, who are the targets of a lot of the really, really just poisonous things that people feel it's okay to say that people wouldn't say. So I keep saying to myself, all right, as a spiritual person, as an evolutionary, my first job is to love and love everyone wholeheartedly. My second job is to teach powers of the heart and forgiveness is one. So I forgive those people, but I put every ounce of energy I can into helping people move past the hatred, the bigotry, the sexism, the racism, the homophobia, all the things that are hurting other human beings. Because no matter what the political view is, for me the litmus test is, are you hurting other people? Are you hurting the children in the future who won't have a clean planet to live on? So that's also part of it. It's a lot to hold, to hold the love and forgiveness and also say I'm going to be active and be part of the solution. There you go. You just said it. See, I I believe, I truly believe, 95% of our country could care less about uh, are not homophobic are not anti-immigrant, uh, are not, you know, raging maniacs with guns. I believe more than 95% of us are really good, but it's the, it's the ones that are filled with hate that get the attention. And the rest might have a different opinion, might be aggravating because their opinion doesn't agree with you, but you're doing, you're taking action and for what you believe. So these people with their opinions, they have their opinion. It's the action takers you've got to watch because they're the ones who are making a difference. Mm-hmm. And that's well, what you're doing. Thank you. And I'm, I'm passionate about marrying our highest beliefs with action. Because, and one of the most powerful actions is actually to send the intention, as you said, Nora, for healing, for trust, and for love out into this quantum field that we call the United States of America because I really believe this country was founded to be the United States, United States of consciousness where we all Mm. learn to be with people who are different from ourselves and we learn to accept differences and be at peace with differences and that we don't have to project onto someone else that they're bad because they're different. And that's what we were founded on. I mean, the pilgrims were running here because they were different. Yeah. And yeah. we forgot that. We forgot our founding so principle. So what is the key? If you, I mean, you have the last word here because we have to wrap up in just a minute. You have the last word. What is the key to people healing their fear, their anxiety? that they project onto other people. What's the key to healing that? Uh, The key to healing that is really second chakra work. That's where the emotions of hatred, anger are stored. And most of it was put into play in our childhood. So this spiritual work needs to be done, psychological work, um, mental work, it's not all just one thing. But if you really know you have issues and you want to break that, 
then just take a meditation, go into the second chakra, ask for a clearing and a refilling with light. Everybody, if you clear a place, fill it with light. Don't just clear it and leave it. Clear it and fill it with light. So you want to do All that for right. the second clear chakra. Clear it, fill it with light. That's a good recipe from Nora Trisello, everyone. I want to tell you again, you can pick up her books, The Science of Intuition, How to Access the Internet of Intuitive Knowledge. The other book is The Spiritual Psychic. And her weekly webcasts are available also. Go to her website to find out more about that, www.intuition.com. And, Nora, thank you so much for sharing thank both you. your intuition and your wisdom with us. Such a pleasure, as always. And everyone, I want to ask you, stay tuned because we have Adita Lang on how to say no, January 22nd, January 29th. Susan Chomsky, tune up your love intuition. And, of course, I want you to go to Eventbrite right now and grab your seat for quantum love. Seven steps to go from toxic love to transformative love. And we all want transformative love in our lives. That's exactly what Nora was describing as a great love intention to set for this year and a miracle to generate. Thanks again, Nora. Thank you to our executive producer, LeGrand Green, our associate producer, Cliff Dunning, and to all of you modern lovers, blessings. I'll see you soon at one of our trainings. (laughs) Bye-bye. 